Hey everybody, yes, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast, my name is Jason Rothman, as always I'm joined by the great, and boy do I mean great today, the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, you're a great man, mm. uh, thank you for being here. Very and, uh, patient, patient man. Yeah, you're a very patient man, a very wise man, and I'm so humbled and honored to be <laughs> able to do this show with you, and uh, thank you so much. So, um, little uh, had a little uh, issue before the show. I took up a little too much of your time, and I'm sorry about that, but I'm so appreciative of the fact that you're here. Uh, beyond me just being a horrible partner today, uh, how's, how's your day going, Chris? How's your week going? How are you? It's good. It's good. It's a, it's a, it's a good week. Um, it's hot, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the way summer goes, and uh, school's starting up, and, uh, you know, it'll be nice to to resume a professional environment in my at-home office without children running around. What about you? So it's real, real hot outside. Yes. You um, doing anything to stay cool? Drinking anything to stay cool? Water. Gatorade sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for there. Sorry. Yeah, that's. Uh, 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 I was just trying to do a little, little comedy on the show, Chris. A little callback to the intro of last week. If oh, you yes, but I yeah. That's okay. That's yeah, because okay. you specifically. Yeah, I remember. No, I don't want to. No, no, just I'm a, I'm a water, water man mainly. Iced tea, iced tea is important. I love, I do love iced tea. So, no caffeine, right? You don't drink coffee. Uh, no, no, I I'd, I'd, I'd even drink decaf tea. Um, sometimes. I like I like regular tea with caffeine. Have you had an energy drink or coffee like in the last two years? Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay. no. I would love to see you on like a huge <laughs> cup of coffee for the first time in years on the show. That'd oh be fun. my gosh! Yeah, that would. Wow, that would be. Uh, I don't know what that would be like. No, yeah, I don't ever drink coffee or energy drinks uh, just because. Uh, no, I, I guess I, I don't. I don't know what the reason is, but. Let me tell you guys about the energy energy drink for Google Ads. The power software that your Google Ads can just guzzle down and just start running like a cheetah. The, uh, of course, I'm talking about Optio. Optio is our sponsor for this show, our number one sponsor, our only sponsor, because this is the one solution that we think that you need. And they've been a sponsor of the show for a long time. And we like the software, we know you're going to like it too. Uh, to demystify it a bit, let me tell you a bit about it. It helps you get things done faster in Google Ads. That should be enough right there. When you want to get stuff done, pull up Optio. It helps you grind through your campaigns, your accounts. You have multiple accounts, multiple campaigns. It can help get the work done. That's opteo.com slash PSP2 for a 8 week free trial you're gonna like it try it out let's go okay chris so um, today we're going to be talking about the five most common questions we get from existing clients um, we see a lot of these questions uh, over the course of our careers and um, some of them get asked uh, from multiple clients and we see different patterns so we're going to be talking about those common questions we get from people who've been running on google ads for a long time and how we approach and answer those questions. But first, we're going to get to our news here. Um, 
We'll have some links in the in the description notes, and then also in Patreon, we're going to go a little bit deeper and uh, into the the new policy here, and then how we're going to um, handle it from a management perspective, what we're going to be looking out for. Uh, but basically, Chris, what's going on, uh, and this is search engine land, three strikes, you're out, Google's new ad policy violations pilot, and then we have the Google Ads help documentation piloting a new strikes system to address repeat ad policy violations. Again, Chris, we're going to go a little deeper in Patreon, but as I understand it, basically what's going to happen is starting in September 2021, so next month, Google's going to roll out a new pilot program to test a three-strike system for repeat ad policy violations. Specifically, starting September 21, the warning and then strikes will be issued for violations of the enabling dishonest behavior, the unapproved substances, and the dangerous products and services policies that includes ads promoting those things. Oh. So basically, as I understand it, if your ads are, and I don't know if it's ads or if they see stuff on your website and maybe it shows up at the ad approval level, but if you get some kind of warning on your account for an ad approval or just somewhere, if you see this language, enabling dishonest behavior or unapproved substances or dangerous products and services, you will get a warning. And then it says the penalty is no penalty beyond the removal of the relevant ads. So you get a warning. And then if you violate the same policy for which you received a warning within 90 days, you get your first strike. And when you get a strike, you'll notice because your account will be placed on a temporary hold for three days and your ads won't run for yeah. those three days. Wow. Then you go to a second strike uh, and then a third strike and it ends with the third strike. Your account gets suspended. And so here's the key thing right now, Chris. This is for these three disapprovals or three issues, enabling dishonest behavior, unapproved substances, dangerous products and services. But they say in the future, we expand, we plan to expand the strike system into phases to scope more of our policies in. So wow. basically, they're going to try this warning strike system on these three specific disapprovals or, or issues. And then depending on how it goes, they might roll this out to other policies. And so this is a system we've kind of seen on YouTube. I think we hear a lot of YouTubers talk about the strikes on their channel. And uh, now it's here in Google Ads. So that's the news. Uh, we're going to share those links in the description. And then we're going to go a little bit deeper in our after show on Patreon just about you know what you think of that, how we plan to handle it, and what you'll be looking out for. So that starts September 21. And it's coming up. Uh, definitely something you need to be aware of because if you are in violation and you do get a strike, uh, you'll, you'll be down. And then if you get three strikes, you'll be out. You're out. Yeah. So yeah, I have a few. I have a few things I'm. I'd be. I'd like to talk about on that. So we'll do that in the after show. But first, let's get to our uh, main event. We're going to follow up with uh, last week's questions, where we talked about new clients, and now we're going to talk about questions that we get from existing clients. Specifically, five common questions that we get from existing clients. So to define what we what we mean by existing clients. Jason has his business. I have my business. So we are not 
to be clear, we are not speaking to anyone in, in specific. Uh, we don't have anyone in mind, but these are common themes that we hear in Google ads and uh, clients will ask. And they're always good questions, right, Jason? It's, it, it's always good for us to educate and help people understand you know, what's happening in Google Ads, why we're making the decisions that we're making. Um, so they're good questions, but they just happen to be very common and very frequent. So um, let's go in. I'm going to jump in on the first one. Common question, number one, should I spend more? And Jason, you have a very close, uh, closely related question that you've put down that says, are, are we getting out comp... Competed? Outcompeted? Is that a word? Are we getting outcompeted? Not in not in your universe, Chris, because you never get outcompeted. So that's why you didn't you, <laughs> you didn't even know what that one. word was because that never happened to you. <laughs> I didn't know what that. Yeah, that kind of that kind of put a stump in my. Okay, so Jason, when approached with that question, whether should I spend more? Mm -hmm. Should I get? Are we getting outcompeted? Am I saying that wrong? You, you I know you're going to let me go this whole show. Do you no outcompeted? Like uh, I'm going to outperform you. Outperform. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. You're you're getting outcompeted. Maybe. Yeah. The more the more you say that, you're making me think it's a weird. Way okay. To say I'm things. I'm looking it up I'm now. Do uh, a little search. Yeah. I'm looking it up too. In my internet faster. Okay. So here we go. Outcompeted. <laughs> Past tense. Yeah. It's a real. Okay. Thing. It is surpassed someone yeah. that is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're safe. Okay. It's a word. So Jason, how do you answer that? What are your thoughts? Chris, you know, sometimes uh, I look at the engagement ring box that I, I bought my wife, oh. the ring that it came in, the box, you know, it just fits in my palm. Oh, yeah, you have that. I still have it, yeah. Wow, okay. Hey, hey, Chris, hey, you never know. Yeah, right. <laughs> never know. Oh, whoa, 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 Cynthia, don't listen to the show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I still have the box, you know, and sometimes I look at it and I'm like, wow, that's a small box. And then I'm like, wow. Everything Chris was taught in East Texas growing up can fit in that box. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Public school. That's right. Outcompeted. <laughs> Never heard. Out. You're making me look up outcompeted. I'm kidding. You're doing. You're doing great. Chris. Wow, that was. Yeah, you're doing great. That was just a wind up. Like you were winding up behind your back, and I'm just like, what's yeah, going on, Jason? Yeah. What are you doing behind your back? And then smack. Yeah. Now that felt. That yeah. hurt. That hurt. So. Honestly, what I do when I hear this question, I pull up my left sleeve. I did not have a tattoo until um, I was 31 years old. Oh. But I got a tattoo on my left bicep. Oh, I see it. It's left huge. shoulder. Yeah. It says, it, and it's an orange text, orange color. It says, limited by budget. <laughs> <laughs> because good. that little line has made me more money in my life. No, I'm kidding. Um, Chris, so should I spend more? My point is, where does this... Why, so why do we get this question so often from longtime clients? My thinking is that people don't look at their bank account and go, oh, I'm only spending this much money. I wish I could spend more. Or people, most people don't think, oh, I could be, you know, I'm getting this much action from Google. Uh, how can I get more? That is a question we get. It's a different... They word it differently. We'll yeah. talk about it later in the show because yeah. we have that question. But should I spend more? That doesn't really seem like a natural question. You no, would think yeah. like you don't go to other vendors in your business and go, hey, should I spend more with you guys? Right. Um, but Google's done such a good job from a business perspective, I think, with that limited by budget status thing. I really think that at the campaign level that people see 
drives this question. And it also ties in with this competitor paranoia. Am I getting outcompeted? Am I not doing enough for the system? And I feel like I should be doing more. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of persuasion going on with that little limited by budget. So I'll leave it there for now and throw it back to you. That's why I think I get the question is that uh, status. A lot of the time people see that. Had you ever had that thought or oh, yeah. why, why do you, what do you think when you get this question? Yeah, that, you know, um, that little limited by budget warning is very sensitive. Um, for those of us that know what metrics cause that little warning to pop up, uh, we know that it can just be a 1%, 2% little trigger and then bam, it comes on, you know, and what's crazy is you could be losing, um, you could be limited by budget up to 75%, 90%, and it's still the same warning, you know, no matter what, it's still the same scary That's orange a great point, color, yeah. you know? So yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a valid question because if you don't know what you're looking at, if you don't understand the meaning behind it, it could be just as scary as, you know, you know, you're barely showing at all. You you you're, you're mm-hmm. you have no chance at all compared to your your competitors out there. So, um, all right. So, Chris, the the competitor paranoia stuff that's very uh, Patreon ish. So, I'm going to move that down there. But in terms of you know, they straight up they ask you, should I spend more? Um, how do you answer that? How do you go about answering I mean, that the, question? The the best answer I can give is: Are you happy with the with the results? Is it providing a good return to your business? Do we see if you're e commerce? Do you see a, a positive ROAS? Uh, are, is your phone ringing ringing enough? If you're if you're a lead generation client, you know, I mean, is it is it providing an impact? And if it is, if you're seeing a return, whether you know however you're measuring it, then yes. I think, you know, I think we should. Let's keep going. That's usually the answer. But if it's a, well, I don't know, well, then the answer should be, well, let's make it more efficient for you first. Then let's blow it up. That's, hey, that's the way this I roll. Is a, this is why we we have our own businesses yeah, and, and do our own thing because we would we would get fired from oh, agencies so fast. So fast. No one like, says that. They're like, a client just called and asked if we should spend more and you said, it's up to you up if to you. you like your results. <laughs> Do you know how fast we get hit with those yeah, ping pong paddles? They just all day they just be beating <laughs> what our head down. Doing? So yeah, I, that's my same same answer, Chris. I I throw it back to them and I say, um, so there's two parts to it. The first thing, like you, I throw it back to them and I say, hey, um, do you like? Do you want to? Should we spend more? And I I throw it back to them. I say, hey, it's all about the results. So like you're saying, do you like the return? Do you want more of these results? Let's go get them. But I also tell them, you don't have to. There's no pressure. You know, we can, if we need to dial this thing in more, we can change the spend anytime. We can do it next week. We can do it two years from now. And then if we don't like it, we can change it back. It's very flexible. I always promote the flexibility of the Google Ads budget to clients and how quickly we can change things there. So I asked them about their the results and how they think about the results they're getting if they want more. But the second part of it, Chris, search impression share, ad rank, lawsuit ad rank, search impression share, lawsuit a budget. I walked them through that process of, hey, if you do like the results, we're missing out on 30% of search impression share due to budget. So we can just get a third more if in the exact same results, but if then we get into the ad rank discussion, I can tell them like, Hey, actually we're kind of tapped out on budget. Like you're kind of maxing it out now, even if it says limited by budget, you could only spend maybe like five or 10% more, 
But if you wanted to get a little more aggressive with your bidding and get slightly less of a return but more volume, look at that search impression share loss to the ad rank. Uh, we have a lot of opportunity to get that closer to 0% or closer to zero. So I walked them through that process. So um, yeah, it sounds like we approach that the same way. Second common question we get is I don't see my ad. I just did a search in Google for my keyword. Why are we not there? Mm. Um, so I, we get this question a lot. Um, you know, what, what is your approach to, to answering that? How do you, how far into the Google ad system do you go when someone asks you that? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is so common that, you know, Google ads managers have a, a name for this. It's the, you know, don't see me, uh, factor. You know, I, I don't see myself factor. And, oh, yeah. uh, this is, I mean, it's, it's, it's common because you're going to want to see, you know, it's very common to want a tangible result to the money that you're paying Google, right? You want to be able to see something where, you know, the money's flowing out, but there's no physical product. And this is as close to a physical product as you can get is to see it on Google. So, um, you know, the first problem is, you know, you may not be searching the right terms, you know, first, let's find out what terms you're searching. And that's always a great conversation with my client because they may be searching something that I absolutely had no idea was an important term to them. I mean, that's a great conversation to have. So I, you know, I, I like to ask that question. And then second, it's going to, it's going to harp back to the first question. Well, it's going to come back to money. I mean, uh, if you're not seeing your ad, well, let me tell you, we're limited by budget or the bids are not high enough because I'm, I'm having to stretch the budget further. So, you know, it, uh, it, it's always a good conversation. I think it's a good question to, ha- uh, to ask because it's going to lead to, uh, a fact finding adventure, right? Well, let's see what's causing that. What are you searching? What's the bids? What's the budget? You know, what's the search impression share? And those are important things to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris, honestly, when I was younger, not as mature as I am now, not as wise as I am now, and also the Google Ad system was less complex back in the day, yeah. um, I would honestly get frustrated uh, because we do hear this question a lot. And I would say, you know, uh, there's things out of our control. If you search for yourself over and over, you're going to hurt your click-through rate, and that's going to hurt your quality score, and why are you doing this to our account? But I've evolved since then, and the system has evolved since then. So I've evolved to the point where I realize, you know what? You can tell people not to search yeah. for their ad, but yeah. that's just it's just not fair. You know, it's it's too easy to do. It's too There's too much desire to do it, and uh, people are going to do it. So you kind of have to build that into the, the system here. Um, and then the second thing is the the system has evolved. Uh, Google Ads has gotten, I think, incredibly more complex than when we started the show mm, uh, mm-hmm. five years ago. And so back in the day, I used to be able to give answers like, you're limited by budget. You know, you know you're limited by budget. You know the market's much bigger. And I would get frustrated. But these days, you you don't have to be limited by budget for your ad not to show. It might be a spot where they've seen you search for your own ad a thousand times and they've never seen you click and then all of a sudden they start stop sh- serving it to you as often. I don't know if that's a fact. I don't know if that's the way it works, but it, it could be. So many factors with the black box these days that sometimes you're not you're not going to see your ad. So before I kind of explain how I answer the question, do you agree with that that it's valid to tell a client, "Hey, 
it could be because you're limited by budget, but in some cases, you, maybe you're not even limited by budget. But I can't tell you why you don't see your ad. There could be thousands of different factors. Is that fair yeah. to tell someone? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's it, it's too complex to give a um, to, to give a single answer anymore. There's too many factors. And, and that's where I've kind of evolved and, and gotten wiser and more mature. Where you know I don't get frustrated anymore because I can put myself in their shoes. Like, okay, if I'm telling you as your Google Ads manager we don't see your ad and I can't even tell you why, you know, how can I be frustrated with you for asking me, you know? So yeah. uh, the systems evolved and then how I answer it. Um, I tell them it could be the limited by budget. If that's what's going on, it could be one of these many, many other factors. And what I do as your Google ads manager, I focus on the data in the account. I can assure you we are up and running. Um, I can assure you that, uh, you know, we take this over the course of a month is what we focus on, not just the short hour by hour results. And I just assure them we are running if if that's the case. And then I kind of lay out some options for them like, hey, you know, it could be for many factors. But in this case, we do see the limit of by budget. Here's what we could do if you wanted to. But I really emphasize like, we don't have to. It's okay not to see your ad sometimes. We have to focus on your overall goals and return results and all that. Um, or I tell them, you know, hey, on this keyword, it only converts at a certain level and that level's low and it does bring in uh, good conversions, but you have to bid low on them to make it work return wise. When you bid low, sometimes you fall off and you don't show up on an auction, but it's not about the individual auction. It's about the auctions overall. So that's how I approach that uh, that question of I don't uh, see my ad. And I'm always open to the fact that, hey, you know, maybe something happened since the last time I checked their account. Yeah, oh, sure. It could be an ad approval issue. It could be a credit card issue. And you always want to run always, through that checklist yeah. as well. Always something that can be wrong. So, yeah, it's a good, good fact check there. So, okay. Another question. Number three. Client wants to know, the Google Ads person, the one paying the bills, wants to know how can we improve so this is this is this is definitely a very deep question right this is not a one answer kind of thing this is a very deep question and you know whenever a google ads manager refers to optimizing a campaign making it more efficient improving a campaign you know this is what they are with this this is what they're talking about so when i when i get this kind of question you know how can we improve there's never there's not one thing that i ever say it's always subjective. It is always a factor of, well, is it budget? Is it quality of traffic? Is it bids? Is it messaging? Is it landing page? Is it quality score? Is it ad copy? Um, are there some limiting factors due to geographic targeting? Is it devices? I mean, there's an endless number of things. So, you know, if you want to improve your Google ads, you have to first find out what's the number one thing on that list that's keeping you down. And the fact is, there's no way that we could tell you what your problem is. You have to educate yourself on how that's done. You know, you have to edu educate yourself on what works in Google ads and what doesn't work. And you have to have data. You have to have conversions. You have to have bounce rate, time on site, click through rates. There's metrics to look at. So Jason, what, I mean, it's a tough question. How do you address such an open-ended question? Well, I think the first thing as a Google Ads manager where my mind goes, and I'm, I bet it does for you and all Google Ads managers, is if a client comes to you and asks you, how can we approve? To me, the first thing I'm hit with is like, okay, 
is this account in a, an account that I would expect that question in? Like it's not in good shape yet, or is it an account that's like in really good shape and the client just wants to improve? Right. So I think I almost hear, how can we improve? I almost hear that as, Hey, it's not working when it's like an early account or I just can see it's not going good. Um, and then if it is going good, I, you know, I do hear it as how we can improve the way I approach it is how do you want to improve? What are the goals here? Do we want to look at our narrow campaign, our narrow targeting, also known as our quality targeting, perfect search terms, uh, the right kind of people to show up in front of, and you're just doing things by the book straightforward and just like show up on the perfect searches, serve them with the perfect ad, take them to the perfect website and get their business. And if that's what you focus on, want to focus on the narrow aspect of Google ads, the quality campaigns inside your Google ads account, then we talk about how to improve those. Like, okay, do you want more? We can raise our bids. Do you want to lower the cost per click? We can lower our bids. Do you want to shrink your budget? We can pull off some of the keywords that don't work as well. Do you want to increase your budget? Hey, we could run it more times, more days of the week, more locations, stuff like that. So if that's what we do, if we do a narrow quality approach, But I also have this other aspect of Google Ads, this other approach to Google Ads that I call the wide approach, going wide, or you could call it the Explorer campaigns. And these are things like broad keyword campaigns. These are things like um, display campaigns, YouTube campaigns, and stuff that's not as straightforward as like um, perfect search terms and, and just search. So I kind of ask them, like, what do you want to improve? Are you are you wanting to kind of tighten things up and just get a better cost per click, a better or better cost per lead and better return? If that's the case, let's just keep looking at our narrow quality campaigns. Or do you really want to crack this thing open? Do you want to try to find something new? Do you want to try to get more and more leads? In that case, we talk about the wide approach to Google Ads, broad keywords, remarketing on search display campaigns, YouTube, and we take that explorer approach. So I kind of ask them, what do you want to do there? And that kind of guides us in terms of like how we would approach quote unquote improving. Okay, Chris, so that's how we can improve. And after we're going to take a quick break. And then after the break, we're going to be talking about why it wasn't like it was in the first month. So we'll be right back after this break. I want to remind you guys about Optio. Uh, we have some great questions coming up, but first I want you to remember about this wonderful tool, what keeps us on the air, what helps us to to come back and, and discuss these questions with you. So it's important that you you give our, chan- uh, our sponsors a try. Many, many, many of our listeners have tried it and they like it. They don't just try it, they keep it. Um, and the great thing is the eight-week free trial is twice the time that you get if you were to discover the tool on your own. You're hearing about it here. Let them know that you heard about it here. Go to optio.com slash PSP2 to try it out for eight weeks. That's a special offer only offered here on the super uh, awesome show of the Paid Search Podcast. Let's jump in. Jason, number four, 
I like the way you alluded to it. The, the magic's gone. How come it's not the same anymore? How come it's different? The fire's gone. Do you love me anymore? What do you say when a client asks you that? So, yeah, how come, you know, we've been, these are questions from longtime existing clients. A lot of these, sometimes we get this question, hey, you know, this isn't like it was when we first started. How can we get the results better? And before we even get into this, I mean, Chris, how honest is our show for oh, us to just go out here and tell people this, such a, we honestly yeah. get this question? It doesn't make us look so good without yeah. us being able to explain it, but uh, yeah. It's a real question. show we're doing here. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that question. I, I have people you tell me. as well? Yeah, I have people tell me all the time, you know, like, hey, the, the second month was really good. Now we're on the fourth, and I really want to get back to the second. It's absolutely a, a real thing, and I, I'm, I'm certain you have a good answer for it. Well, honestly, my thought, and sometimes I I don't really tell people this, but it's honestly my thought. I honestly think there's a psychological, uh, just a psychology thing going on where someone is getting horrible Google Ads results, and then when they call one of us, got my hand in the air, <laughs> no, then no, they no, get no. the best Google Ad results possible on planet Earth when they start working with me. And there's that contrast principle. So they were not doing well at all. And then they started working with me and it's the best thing ever, mm. ever. Mm. And then they get used to the best thing ever. And I think what happens is a lot of times people remember how intense that difference was. Mm. Eight months later, two years later, it kind of gets remembered as like, hey, it was amazing in month one. And honestly, sometimes my my thinking is, I'm looking at the data, like I'm looking at data, Yeah. okay? And it it wasn't better during month one versus month 24. Right. Like yeah. the results, they're the, they're the same or we've actually gotten better since then. So I think a lot of people feel that difference and then that's why they're associ- they associate that awesome success with the first month. Now that said, that said, sometimes the performance does decline and sometimes you get in spots where, hey, the first quarter they worked with me, first year was amazing. And year number four, year number seven, it's still very, very profitable, but it's not absolutely amazing anymore. And, you know, sometimes I tell them, look, this is an auction system. There is a floor to these prices that we don't understand. The black box, you can't just bid a penny, even if no one else is bidding. So, Maybe prices got raised. This is a an auction. You have to deal with competitors. And maybe the price of business uh, went up. That seems to be the most common answer, not that I give, but that I actually find with the data like that I see. And sometimes it just is not good as it's not able to be as good as it was years ago. Um, that's usually where the conversation goes with me, you know. Maybe sometimes we see something and we find an insight, but honestly, usually we're not missing anything, and that's just the way it is. So, what what do you what do you, what happens when you get that question, Chris? I think that the reason I get the question is I'm a Google Ads manager, and I imagine myself scooping up leads and shoving them through a doorway and then slamming the door real quick, right? I don't see what happens to the leads. I just get them in. And my job is to scoop them up, throw them into the the door, you know, and, and slam the door. And, and somebody on the other side of that door takes care of that lead, 
right? I'm go. My job is to just get as many as I can. I'm sorting through the junk, finding the good stuff, and then throwing it in. What I imagine is on the other side of that door, some of those leads are not equal. In my mind, it's a lead. A lead is a lead. But on their side, those leads are not created the same way because sometimes they are leads for a huge project and some they're small projects. Some they're big purchases, some they're small purchases. So to play on what you said, I, I say the same kind of thing. The numbers look just the same or the numbers are up. And how, you know, how can you possibly say things are worse? The numbers are up. Um, or yeah, the numbers are down 10%, but my goodness, it's 10%. You know, So my numbers may not equate to their feeling. And I think their feeling comes from the fact that not all conversions, not all leads, not all sales are the same. And things can go up or down based on the type of lead they get. So I think that's at the core of what causes this. And if if you're paying for Google Ads and you're getting traffic, you have to ask yourself, you know, what's the separation? You know, what's the difference between this really good month and this month if the conversion numbers are the same? And the answer has to be the quality of the lead, not the quality of the traffic, right? If it's a good qualified traffic, then you're going to get leads. But if it's the quality of the lead that's different, suddenly that's going to make a difference in your business, the bottom line. And I think that's what contributes to that uh, that number uh, and you know that difference in feeling. That that is a very very good answer. Um, the subjectivity of it is hard for me. Uh, you know why why are we getting bad leads and what keywords are leading to bad leads? Sure, uh, where is where I would go from there. And, um, but yeah, that is uh that is that is something that happens a lot a lot. I was just dealing with the advertiser the other week. Fifteen second call conversions, tons of conversions. The threshold was only fifteen, 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah. And so what good are a lot of those if they're very, very short calls? So yeah, we run into that. So Chris, this final question, um, how can we get more? I need more. So this is when things are going really good and clients come to me and say, hey, this is good, but you know what? I've set up my business for this now. I have people that I've hired specifically to handle this lead volume that we're getting from Google Ads. And so with that said, we need more. We need even more. I've got people sitting around. Very, very dangerous territory here where if you don't handle this the right way, quality can uh, be hurt. Mm. So when you get this question, how can we get more? I need more. Does that usually come up when things are going really well? And then how do you handle it? That you, you absolutely hit it. That is definitely when this question comes up, you know, more, more, because if someone's getting some great success, uh, if they don't understand the numbers in Google ads and don't understand that there is a ceiling to the volume, because these are real people and Google ads doesn't just send pretend traffic, you know, they send real people to your site. So there is a ceiling. And it's always a scary question um, because if, example one, there is a cap and we're at that cap, if we are at the top and we don't have a whole lot more search impression share and we've done everything we can, um, in that case, we have to go wider, just like you talked about, right? We, yeah. have, we, have to, we have to expand. We can't go taller and more aggressive. We have to go wider in our approach. And that's always scary because if they want great quality traffic and great quality leads, we're now risking that. 
by bringing in a little bit of uh, variance in that system, right? But let's assume that there is more, and you know, if they want more, the, you know, the 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 best answer of of all is well, let's spend more. Let's, you know, there's more out there. We have more search impression share. We have more volume. Our competitors are beating us. Uh, We don't, we don't command the market as well as we could. And if that's the the situation based on the the metrics that are in your uh, account, then great, more bids, more budget, and hopefully you get the same return. That's not always the same case, uh, but hopefully you you continue to get the same return for that investment. Jason? Yeah, I mean, there's the more budget, search impression share, lost through the budget. You look there, you look at times a day, schedule, location. But at the same time, there's also the search impression share, lost through the ad rank. Yeah. And a lot of times, there's a lot of opportunity to get more there, like a lot if you want to bid more. Because those things, there's some like, uh, there's a lot of things that play off of each other that amplify the decision to bid more. Because all of a sudden, you start showing up higher and you're bidding a little bit more, but you're getting a lot more clicks because the click-through rate goes up, okay? And then if you're getting more action, maybe Google likes seeing that. Maybe you start getting served more, maybe because you get a higher quality score. And then all of a sudden, you're showing up more often because, and you're showing up higher even with those same bids because of the quality score. So a lot of good things can happen when you get aggressive, but at the same time, that can, if, if it doesn't go awesome and you do just have a higher cost per click, your return can go down. Uh, and you just have to look at, well, what do I want? Do I want more volume or do I want this perfect return? And if you can accept a little bit less return because you're bidding more, so it's costing more, but get a lot more volume, in my experience, uh, people are surprised at how good things happen. Uh, when you're willing to bid a little bit more, because I think we see this a lot. Conversions are undercounted. They're underrepresented inside the Google ads account um, because they're just conversions that sneak through word of mouth business. Tracking doesn't work a hundred percent. And once you start freeing yourself from that exact cost per conversion you want, and you're willing to bid more, you can bid more, get more results, get more volume. You just got to be careful because sometimes, Chris, I get this question from clients. And when, when I get this question, uh, it's not a question. Oftentimes, it's a demand. <laughs> they're under yeah. some kind of business pressure. They've hired people. Yeah. They really want more, and they're not too concerned with cost that day. They want more Google Ads mm. results. And then over time, mm. sometimes people yep. see the cost that's associated with it, and you have to pull back a little. Um, so you just got to be careful. But yeah, Chris, these are the... The five most common questions we get from existing clients, should I spend more? Why don't I see my ad? How can we improve? How come it's not like the first month or when we started? And then and then how can we get more? Um, so yeah, interesting questions. Uh, and then in Patreon, we're going to go a little bit deeper into the new policy issue with the strike system. And then I think we've got some other questions uh, like, am I getting out-competed? Why is it slow? Uh, are you optimizing based on the data you see? Um, some of these questions that we get that aren't as common, but they, they're kind of related to these ones. So that's what we'll be talking about in Patreon. And we'll see you guys over there right now. 